Good morning. It's Monday, September 25th, National Lobster Day. Okay, I have like kind of a bummer, but also interesting fun fact. Turns out lobsters don't mate for life. They mate for like a couple days or maybe at most two weeks. So um, I guess just don't fall in love with lobsters, you know? And now the news. I'm back, baby! After a week of hardly being able to move, I'm happy to report that I can move a little bit. So that's something. (laughs) So sorry about last week, but I am back now. Let's talk about a few stories that I missed. First up, hey, remember how Succession was a great show about terrible people? Okay, so this story is kind of like that, but it's not going to be in any way something interesting that I will want to watch. But it is about terrible people. Rupert Murdoch. Rupert Murdoch has announced that he will step down as the head of both the News Corp and Fox Corp. His son, Lachlan, will take his place. His siblings, who previously fought him for that top spot, don't appear to have fought this time. I wonder, hear me out, if the $787 million settlement in the Dominion lawsuit case had anything to do with them being like, actually, um, hold on, no thanks, Lachlan, you enjoy it. Anyway... So there, that's news, I guess. We'll see what Lachlan does with the brand. But since he hasn't said that his first task is to make people tell the truth, I can only assume that he's not going to do anything interesting or good. Which, ironically, is very on brand for anything regarding Fox News. So there we go. U.S. Senator Bob Menendez, a Democrat out of New Jersey, has been indicted on corruption charges as prosecutors allege that he accepted cash, gold bars and other things in exchange for your super classic corrupt acts like uh, providing sensitive information to Egypt. In all, five people, including Menendez's wife, are named in the 39-page indictment in which Menendez is charged with three counts. All five people are expected in federal court on Wednesday for the first hearing. This is all old hat. Old? Is that a phrase? Wait, should it be? Anyway, um, this is classic Menendez because six years ago, He was also tried on unrelated corruption claims. That one, however, ended with a hung jury. So given all of that, some Democrats are rightfully calling for him to step down, though to be honest, I'd like to see a few more jump in. For what it's worth, Senator John Fetterman was the first to call for his resignation. New Jersey's Governor Phil Murphy has also joined calls for him to step down. He, however, says that he will stay in office and um, let justice prevail. Good luck, babe. You had gold bars stuffed in a monogrammed jacket. Doesn't look great, Bob. Over the weekend, New Jersey House Rep Andy Kim, a Democrat, said that he would challenge Menendez for the seat next year. Speaking of John Fetterman and also the Senate, John Fetterman, who is six foot eight and about 270 pounds, is well known for wearing like basketball shorts and oversized sweatshirts around town. Probably a little because it's comfortable. Also, who in their right mind wants to wear a suit and jacket in the summer in D.C.? Also, dude is six foot eight. Do you know how hard it is to shop for someone that tall? Okay, well, neither do I because I'm five one and a half, the same height as America's sweetheart Rachel Bilson, but still, it seems really hard. For years, the Senate has had a dress code that previously required men to wear a suit and tie and women to wear pantsuits or dresses. Here's the thing about Congress, though. While there are some big rules... Famously, the nitty-gritty rules are up to each congressional session to decide about. Recall that there's a House Rules Committee and a Senate Rules Committee. There's also a leader in each of those. 
And all of that brings me to last week when Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer relaxed the dress code. And people have lost their dang minds. Joey Manchi said it, quote, degrades the institution. Joey Manchi, babe, please care more about the filibuster that is preventing anything from actually being done than what someone else is wearing. This story is not like big news, but a lot of Republicans are using it as a talking point, probably because they they don't want you to pay attention to what they're doing. So they just want to like talk about other people. Cool party. No notes. Six people are dead, including three children, after a train hit an SUV as it crossed railroad tracks in Florida. One person in the car survived the crash. An absolutely horrific reminder to please, please, please do not ever try and beat a train. The United Auto Workers Union has expanded their strike with workers walking out of all 38 part distribution centers that are operated by GM and Stellantis in 20 states. Ford, which appears to be making progress in their negotiations, was spared from the strike expansion. Biden is expected to visit the picket lines tomorrow, a historic first for the pro-union president. But because we're also in the circus of an election cycle, Trump is expected to visit the striking workers on Wednesday. Hear me out. I think one of those is going to go better than the other. A tentative agreement has been reached between the AMPTP and the Writers Guild. This is breaking news, so we'll hopefully know more when we'll hopefully know more. As a reminder, this will still have to be ratified by the writers, so this will have to go to a vote by everyone in the Guild. However, once that happens, and if the writers approve this new agreement, that means that the second longest ever writer strike will finally, mercifully, come to an end. Meanwhile, SAG-AFTRA is still on strike with no forward movement being made, at least as far as we know. So while the writer strike may be coming to an end, we still need to be out in the streets for the actors. Because what do we say? Union solidarity all day, every day, baby! And that's it. That's the news. Actually, to be honest, that's not all the news. There's a very big piece of news in regards to the House and all of the messiness. Like, are they going to pass a budget? Are they going to shut the government down? Are they going to try and impeach Biden? Will Kevin McCarthy get to keep his job? Uh, It's all just messy. You know, those who can't govern Republican. Am I right? That's a new saying. I just came up with that. Anyway, that is going to be a special episode coming out tomorrow. In the meantime... I'm proud of lobsters. I follow this. This is real. I follow this guy on TikTok who fishes lobsters in Maine. And I'm not kidding. I have learned so much about lobsters from him, uh, about the barnacles that can grow on them, about how pregnant lobsters get notches in their tail. So if they're caught when they don't have any eggs, they can still get set free so that they can continue to uh, make more lobsters. Very interesting. But more than lobsters, because you don't need a notch in your tail. I don't think. I don't actually totally know what that means, but I'm going to say you don't. I'm proud of you.